What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is y'all's Dooley, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> Welcome to Slasher Radio. Uh, this is your host, Mikey Bones, Catch Below, and Rob Humphrey. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Hey there, welcome back, Rob. How are y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Red. Behind shit. <laughs> Redneck Rob in the building, man. Damn right. Hold on, Rob. I'm all right. How's it going, guys? Going good. You left. You took PTO last week. I did. I did. Yeah, I'm looking for that pay still. <laughs> <laughs> always, you always get talking crap about cat, and look at you. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna do the episode. Like I, I had off it. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do that. I gotta make that. I can make that. And then it got kind of towards the last minute, and I was like, yeah, that's not gonna fucking work. <laughs> did you hear um my celebration of you last week that cat made me do? I did. I heard that. I heard that. And uh, I could tell you were being forced to do it because it was in your voice how, mm-hmm. how guilty you felt about it. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I was holding back tears the whole time. I swear <laughs> to God. Um, well, so, Rob's back. Holy crap. I am back. I'm back. Uh, still trying to get settled into this new place, but uh, all in all, everything's going all right, I guess. Nice. I don't know. I don't know where the fuck anything is. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so we're back this week. We got a Patreon pick this week, guys. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so. I don't know. It, it, we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get to it, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we will get to it. Um, we, we have not, we didn't even mention this movie to each other. So we, I have no idea what anyone <laughs> thinks, vice versa, all that stuff. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash slash radio, just in case. Sign up. Keep assholes. Uh, tears starting as low as three dollars a month. This is where our patrons pick our movie that we watch and discuss once a month. Yep. 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 And you can be part of that uh, process if you sign up. You can save us. Yeah. And uh, I really need people to sign up. I just moved to a city. It's like three times expensive, more expensive than where <laughs> I used to live. So I could really use some help. You cheap fuckers. You've been freeloading <laughs> for long enough. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Daddy's yeah. got bills to pay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we got that. We got hard news to get to. Speak oh, speaking of guys, that's what I had to mention. I was speaking with uh patron Leah Rob. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You have not been very nice, Leah. Um, she reached out to she was asking about the process of 
you know, the voting and, and the you know, picking of the movies. And well, you know, she doesn't know how the fucking Patreon works either, does she? No, <laughs> no, yeah. she, she doesn't. Don't not. worry, Leah. I don't fucking get it either. Yeah. So, um, but, but, um, so we were going back and forth on that. And, uh, I was using past, uh, Patreon picks as examples. So we were go- talking about going through them. She made us a spreadsheet, guys. Oh, oh I'm going to need access to that. See, that's Leah, don't give him access. <laughs> It's a trap. Right. Uh, because later on, I, when we get into the movie and we go over all the, the nominations and everything for this month, I, I put together a little list of because uh, we always every every month we go, and we, we say that we want to know who picked what, how many people had how many movies up. So I finally did it. And uh, but yeah, so she she wants to be deemed the spreadsheet girl. Yes, you're hired. <laughs> That's going to be thrilled about this because. Poor Rob. I'm currently the yeah I have right, been well, the spreadsheet girl and it is a challenging position in this office. <laughs> I feel like here at Slasher Radio, I'm the point person for spreadsheets. That's why so, we needed a spreadsheet girl. So Leah <laughs> could be my spreadsheet assistant, maybe. Oh, but that's about it. I mean, this is what you have to look forward to, Leah. <laughs> I'm going to need access to all any and all spreadsheets so I can uh, improve. Them. And and we have a system. We have a very refined system, Leah, that you'll have to get get up to speed on. Yeah. Uh, so so she reports directly to you then. Yeah. Right. No matter how. Good luck with that. <laughs> oh, shit. Leah might <laughs> Leah might quit his spreadsheet. This might be one one week only. We have that sounds like Leah. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> I forgot to tell you guys that yeah, that is hilarious. So um the Patreon might get a little organized with the the monthly stuff. But anyway, uh we have God damn it, I just spilled beer everywhere. <laughs> Let's get to drink roll call. <laughs> <laughs> what beer are you drinking, Rob? It's not even good beer. I'm I've got bought fucking Bud Light. Oh, oh, you redneck, you really? Well, I went to the fucking. I don't know where anything is. I have I have yet to see a liquor store around this town. <laughs> so I was at the store and I looked um, uh, at the beer, and they didn't have any good beer. All they had was regular beer, and I was like, "All right, well." Of you know, I I call Bud Light sort of the best of the bad, in my opinion. <laughs> you know, so that's what I got. I was just gonna say that's all they had, huh? The redneck, but all they had, blood they, had they didn't have anything, man. I don't know. They didn't have Blue Moon. No, I'd have bought oh. Blue Moon. I like Blue Moon. Man, Blue Moon's good. But no, they didn't have shit. They didn't have Sam Adams, and you can find Sam Adams everywhere. But I have not seen an actual liquor store any fucking place. No shot. I don't even know. Huh? No shock top. No, I wouldn't buy that shit. Even I'd rather drink Bud Light. Oh, hang on, you. I'm just drinking. I think it's Pepsi and uh, my Walking Dead rum. Actually, all right. Yeah, Cat, what are you doing? I am having Dr Pepper. Okay, and that's it. Mm. I had all my fun drinks earlier, like at a restaurant, and. Mm. I did have something called a watermelon cooler, uh, which that was sounds like some Mikey drink. <laughs> oh, it's nice. It tasted like a Jolly Rancher. Um, that it was like also Mikey'd say. <laughs> it was a lot stronger than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it's a strange time when things creep up on you at like a restaurant or something. 
Yeah, because it didn't taste. Uh, I got it because it just it looked tasty. You know, I wasn't trying to get drunk or anything. And it, it's not like I got like really drunk, but I remember wondering if there was alcohol in it. And then I stood up, and it's like, oh, there it is. <laughs> I found, I found it. it. All. Yeah. <laughs> I had that happen to me with a in my early twenties. I never was able to get drunk off beer, and ever. And early twenties, I didn't know there were some beers like. There's beers outside of the beers that you're getting in the store, and they will <laughs> fuck you up. And I was at a bar watching a game with, with a buddy of mine, and you know, I, I think it had the name Brooklyn in it or something. So I ordered it because of that, no other reason. And I was like, "Oh, this thing's pretty good." And then all of the sudden, bam! Oh, I might be done drinking for the night. Like, what the hell is this? So yeah, yeah it creep up on you in public. It's weird. Hmm. Hmm. All right, uh, so should we get into the news, guy? Yeah. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. It's time to hump the news with Rob. He's not a genius. Any good news? Not a ton. I was going to say, I haven't seen much this week. I Mostly this week, I spent catching up on last week's news. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had been sick. I had just slept through everything. So. Oh, yeah. You slept through the news. That's, yeah, that's right. Uh, Bambi the Reckoning. <laughs> when is this shit gonna fucking stop Never. what are we I doing here the That's title amazing. the title of the article <laughs> Bambi the Reckoning Bambi becomes a quote vicious killing machine in upcoming <laughs> horror movie is okay. it a revenge movie for his mom oh my god cat please, please. don't please don't <laughs> That sounds perfect. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Did you guys not hear this? No. Oh, okay. This is my first hearing of it, too. I just sent it to you. There's an image in there, too, as well. So, oh, I yeah. think, holy shit. <laughs> That's the Jason Voorhees of Bambi. You guys got to see that now. <laughs> I'm trying. Oh, my God. Look at him. <laughs> holy <laughs> shit. Why do they not know what a deer looks like? <laughs> Stupid fucking computer. Bambi's fucking. Look at the hooves. Almost wish he had still been a cartoon. That would have been. Are there three hooves? Is he just a little innocent? Yeah, it looks like he only has three legs in this. Holy shit. Uh, He's also unreasonable. He looks kind of like the demon from The Ritual. Oh, no, that is a picture from The Ritual. Oh, is it? This is not. This is not a stamp. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, it says right there. Pictured the ritual, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say that doesn't look like the ritual. Man, it's some cheap motherfuckers, aren't they over there? Boys? That's too bad. I was so excited for a second. You know, I, I, I was almost into it. In lack of this, I hope they keep him a cartoon. <laughs> I hope he's like a sweet little doe-eyed deer that just like goes up and starts stomping people to death. Oh yeah. <laughs> When's it gonna end? This is it's again too much. No, no more. No more. You know what the good thing about this is? 
for the most part, there's really only so many they can do. I was going to say everything, but all right. No, <laughs> this, this is all awful and terrible. But, you know, they, they, this this whole taking advantage of free rights thing, there's only so much out there that they can use. Well, I mean, there are only so many things that are in public domain. Right. But don't forget, we can get sequels. and That's stuff. the problem. The public domain. I just learned that the works of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle are coming into the public domain at the beginning of 2023, and I thought that they had been, because people make Sherlock Holmes movies like there's All no the tomorrow. Well, good. <laughs> it hits that public domain. I want a Sherlock Holmes horror movie. I, yeah, I'm hoping for it. <laughs> yeah. That'd be crazy. You could see that. I'd be down with that. Yeah. All right. Enough is enough. I'm mad about it. the Peter Pan one's really chapping my ass. Like I'm not happy about that. So, um, next what if up, it's good though? I won't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna see it. Uh, Kevin Smith is hosting a Terrifier double feature Ooh. in New Jersey. Rob hmm. bought his tickets already. Please, that is right in your neighborhood. Rob, you can swing. You can swing by, pick up Greg, and the two of you can go together. At. Before you got on, we were talking about that. Uh, could you imagine? Gra- it's a double feature. Everybody listening, by the way. It, you sit and watch Terrifier 1 and Terrifier 2. Could you imagine Greg? Camp Counselor Greg at Darth Gregor on, on TikTok was having to sit his ass through both movies and then getting to ask Kevin Smith a question, getting a microphone to speak afterwards. Is the Q&A with Kevin Smith? He's hosting it. But is the Q&A going to be like Damien Leone? Or is it... Because what the fuck does Kevin Smith have to do with Terrifier? Nothing. I didn't really look into it too much. Uh, Welcome back. Because I assumed they would have like either Damien Leone or, or somebody from the movie would be there. Or like, you know, they would do the thing where they put them on the screen. To be fair, if I hosted an event... It would be for something I had nothing to do with, and I would let people ask me questions. Yeah, but who the fuck wants to? That's the question, right? I, I mean, would. It's Kevin Smith. You'd ask cat questions? I'm just saying. You can ask Kevin Smith questions if you go to his live shows anyway. I've been to one of those. They're yeah. fun. Anyway, that that would be absolutely... Greg would go to jail for whatever he says. Uh, yeah, but... his question would be, do you have any final words? <laughs> yeah, I'm killing everyone in this room. <laughs> I seriously think you should take him. I think that'd be fun for you. One and of us won't to, make it. You get to spend the day with Greg. That hurt my head just hearing like, that. Like all day, you could pick him up early, you guys could get a nice lunch. My brain just glitched. <laughs> <laughs> like I got stuck for a second. No, no. Good thing about seeing Greg. Uh, but that is December 10th. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't really... I'm not going to read through the whole damn thing, the whole article now, but I skimmed and I didn't see anyone from the cast there. I don't know. All right. And so you're just asking Kevin Smith the questions about a movie he had nothing to do with. That sounds fucking dumb. You're a hater, man. Oh, my God. I mean, I like Kevin Smith and everything, but what the fuck do I care what he thinks about Terrifier? <laughs> I don't know. It's Kevin Smith. And you get to watch Terrifier 1 and 2 with them. Yeah, that's not a selling point. <laughs> as much of a selling point as you think I get to see Greg. Uh, all right, next up is House of a Thousand Corpses. Rob Zombie shares a rare image. Uh, apparently, it was never before seen of the original ending 
of mm. uh, the House of Thousand Corpses movie. Uh, it's nothing super spectacular. I sent it to you guys on uh, in our group chat. Everyone listening, go to Rob Zombie's Instagram. I mean, it looks cool. It's a kind of cool picture. That's all it is. Okay. Here's a picture of whatever. All right. It, Rob Zombie just likes sharing pictures. That might be true. Remember all the fucking pictures we got of the goddamn monsters before it came out? But look at the attention it gets every fucking time. You know? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Just I, mean, I, well, I don't understand the point of this, but... I don't either. I guess it's just to illustrate the alternate ending. I guess, but it's like, here's a picture of an ending you didn't see for a movie that came out forever ago. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Thanks. Uh, it's cool to say, you know, I'm, I'm glad it happened and he put it out. It's, it looks really... I wish he would do... Maybe release a bunch of them. You know, that made a little more sense. But now you know what he's going to do. He's just going to keep doing it now. Yeah, if he keeps doing it, I'm going to get irritated. <laughs> he doesn't have anything he's working on right now he can do it with. He's just going to take pictures from old shit. Yeah, mm. man, I kind of like it. Uh, all right. Evil, uh, Evil Dead Rise... New images came out. We get to see some main characters. Rob, I know you're excited about this. I am. Just sent it to you guys in the group. Bruce Campbell tweeted. Everyone listening at home. Cool. Mm, Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm looking forward to the movie. It's... I'm torn on this, the, the fact that it's been pushed. Because it was supposed to come out this year, and I was looking forward to it. And I, they pushed it because they're going to put it in theaters, which I think is a great thing. But, you know, I don't like waiting. So It's a, it's a slow news week again. Like, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's a picture of some people. Yeah, this yeah. is news. Images released. I mean, that girl's kind of cute. But we got nothing else. Stop it. Wait, wait. Who the fuck is that in the back? Is that kid dressed up like a bunny rabbit? <laughs> what the fuck? Maybe. It's all right. Leave them alone. You see that kid back there? I see him. Mm-hmm. You're not bothered by that. I trust there's a reason that he's dressed like... Actually, it would be funnier if there was no reason, if that's just... Rob really didn't like that. Like, okay. No, right now I'm telling you, I hope a dead-eyed eats that kid. Oh, shit. Okay, all right. Um, moving on. Yeah, Kat, do you have yeah. anything to say about that? Uh, no, I'm not nearly as bothered by it as Rob seems to be. I didn't even notice it. Alright, uh, something you guys want to talk about. Cocaine bear, go. Oh my god, this movie Don't looks coke amazing. Don't the bear! <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, That's I the best wait. tagline I've seen for a movie in so fucking long. Yeah, I cannot wait. A bear that fucking uses coke and murders motherfuckers, I'm in. I also, I have seen so many people posting their ideas for follow-ups in this genre of, like, different killer animals on illicit <laughs> substances, yes. and I it's made my feed better. <laughs> yes, cocaine I would love genre? for that to become a whole sub-genre. Yeah, a cocaine sub-genre? What the I hell? think my favorite was the uh, meth sloth pitch. <laughs> 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 that one just got me. <laughs> yeah, Cocaine Bear. I can't wait for that. I don't even know when that comes out, but I'll be there for it. Uh, it comes to theaters. 
February 24th. 2023 is also going to be a great year. <laughs> yeah. As soon as soon as I find where the theater is around here, I'll be happy. Guys, this is a universal movie too. <laughs> keep in mind. You didn't know that. This is no, like, I, didn't I can't know that. believe this. I think it's actually based on a true story. Is it really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like there were some. If I'm not mistaken, there were some guys flying. They were smuggling drugs into the country on a plane, and they there was like a, a problem with the plane, and so they ditched the drugs out the you know the fucking side door, or whatever the fuck. And uh, in like the in, in they landed in the woods in fucking Tennessee somewhere or something, and this fucking bear went oh on a God. fucking rampage or whatever. <laughs> I bet he did. Yeah. <sighs> All right. It, it, see, the shark movies are creeping in. Like Universal did this. It's not a shark <laughs> movie. There's no shark in it. It's not coke. I would watch the shit out of Cocaine Shark. Coke though. Shark would be yeah. great. I don't know why I'd interact with you two. I swear, you'd watch the shit out of that. I would. Fucking Coke Shark. Give me the sequels. <laughs> with, can you imagine the sequels? Like Meth Shark, fucking Molly Shark. It'd be Holy awesome. Shit. Molly Shark. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even, Molly Shark doesn't even want to kill you. He just wants to snuggle up. I was going to say, yeah. That would be that would be a really interesting premise for a movie, though. Like, uh, <laughs> a kid is like, I made friends with a shark. And the <laughs> parents are like, oh, he found, like, a little fish friend <laughs> or whatever. Right, and yeah, then just, like, yeah. a full shark rises up out of the... But then when the molly wears off... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking shark's just rolling out of its mind and then <laughs> snaps to him and murders somebody. I can't yeah. believe some of the shit I listened to. I think, I think I think we just worked out Fintabulous too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, you can't. Fintabulous sounds so whimsical, and you know, don't <laughs> put it on meth. That's like if Rob Zombie Molly. bought the rights to your stuff. <laughs> no, no, Molly, we're not doing the meth one. That's somebody. Uh, that's Rob Zombie shit right there. <laughs> Rob Zombie might have a whole line of shit, and you start making meth drug subgenres now. You be careful what mm. you wish for, Mister Humphrey. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, I guess that's a question. Would you watch the shit out of Rob Zombie's Meth Shark? I mean, I'd check it out. <laughs> I know you will. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, last thing I wanted to mention, and last week we talked about it, and we said, I said I was going to bring this back up, Rob. Mm-hmm. Did you see the images of Ghostface that were released over the last week or so? With the fucking liquor store thing, yeah, I saw it. What do you got to say? It's stupid. How is it stupid? It's fucking dumb. First of all, I think I, here's here's what I, my theory on this is: it's a fake out. I don't think that's yeah. going to be the real Ghostface. I think it's a crime that happens in New York City, and somebody's dressed up like Ghostface that does it, but it's not the actual Ghostface. That's what I think is going to happen, right? Because we all know the ghost that uh, Five Cream Part Two is uh, Ghostface takes Manhattan, and so I'm thinking there's going to be like a crime wave of people dressed up in Ghostface costumes. That's my guess. Um, oh. If it's not that, then it's just fucking dumb, and I'm going to laugh because they're making Ghostface a stupid slasher. Wow, you just called him that in front of me? Like, I did. You didn't even hesitate. I, I did. They're going to ruin your boy. No, they're not going to ruin anything. Kat, I don't yeah. remember if it was you or Amber last week. I didn't even think of that. I think cause... it's a fake out, yeah. 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 Well, we'll see. 
We'll see. And if because oh, they do always kind of try to get you. And I think the metal no. ghost face mask, like people right. had the same reaction. Yeah, it, with the fucking flamethrower and everything, yeah. and then it yeah. barely was in the fucking movie. Like you saw, you you had to be looking for it to see it. Yeah, I think it's probably going to be the same kind of thing. Very smart well, to capitalize. If they have Ghostface using a gun, then I'll laugh because you cannot huh? sit there and take away the credibility of Ghostface over a fucking gun. Yeah, I wouldn't take away the credibility. Be you know the people who made the movie. But we trust the people that made the movie. We do. We talk to them. They're good people. Yeah. So I don't think that's what it is, though. I don't know. I hope it is. I hope it is. I truly do right. hope it is. Well, you can hope for it all you want, and then you know your favorite slasher will not no longer be a slasher. So just everything else he did, everything doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. CGI knife and all, and you're gonna yep, just blow it all away over one fucking scene from one fucking movie. Yep, doesn't matter because what did Hawkins say in Halloween Ends? Michael doesn't use guns. Yeah, look at Halloween Ends. I wish <laughs> Michael Myers should have used the gun in that movie. He might not have got his mask snatched. Unbelievable. You, you've just really aggravated me with that Halloween Ends thing tonight. <laughs> it's twice now. Um, all right, that's it. That's all I got for the news. All right. All right. Uh, can I, can I say something else about uh, having moved down here to, to South Carolina real quick? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, there's something weird that uh, goes on down here. I, I So everywhere there are signs for someplace called Bojangles. Oh, I've yeah. I've heard of that. And they I didn't know really what it was. like I, Bojangles down there. I looked it up and it's a chicken place. It is. Right? But doesn't it just sound racist? Bojangles? I mean, I mean it just sounds racist in some way, doesn't it? it yeah. I'm like, am I even allowed to say that in 2022? I don't know. <laughs> I never thought of that. <laughs> yeah. And weird, man. Uh, what if it's oh. named after the dude who owns it? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm assuming that I think means I've it's... seen this one before, but it's still so funny. I don't even give a shit. That's a, oh yeah, that's a good one. I'm assuming that means it's time for Gabagooly Mystery Corner. Yeah, it's time for Gabagooly Mystery Corner. The segment where our listeners anonymously send the Italian memes making fun of me for being Italian. I do cat. have a treat for you this week, though, oh. Mikey. Uh huh. Um, this one's not anonymous. What? Is this <laughs> the one You've been you? complaining. Okay. Um, this one, this one is also from me. This one was not submitted by a listener. This I actually came across this just on my bitch. Twitter feed naturally, so I screen capped it for you. Nice. <laughs> but that's wait, one wait. mystery solved. Wait a minute. Wait a minute here. <laughs> Hold on. I didn't even look at it yet. Hold on a second. Yeah. Cat, are you kidding me, man? <laughs> I I thought you would appreciate having one that wasn't. A mystery. Yeah, I do. So I snagged it. <laughs> I do appreciate that, and you know what? I do commend you because at least, unlike these other slimy little buttholes, <laughs> you had the balls to say, "You know what? Here, I did it," and I do yeah, commend I you it. for that. But at the same time, <laughs> we've been over this. Like you're the reason this occurs, and now you're like adding. <laughs> what the fuck? That's what I like about it is that it adds one more week to this this whole segment because five. we got another one. So we're what still at five now? Uh no we won't yeah, uh well counting this one we're at five so we've got four more here we go see still all right down to four you better get them in people <laughs> no don't send <laughs> any more unless you want this to die I've we seen do. that already 
Yeah, but oh, it's no. like so funny. I see. Yeah, <laughs> Rob, I think sent that. Or maybe you might have <laughs> sent that to me too, Cat. One of you sent that to me. It's. It's the. I think att- Rob might have sent it. <laughs> I might have because it's really <laughs> funny. It's really funny. <laughs> It's the Italian. There's an Italian <laughs> restaurant, or uh, it says Italian affair. I'm assuming yeah, it's a pizzeria, uh, and it's Italian AF. The F A I R on Italian affair are not lit up, <laughs> and above it is a tree branch that right over the sign <laughs> is giving the old capiche. Yep, and and you can also um, there's an emoji for that by the way too that people <laughs> yeah can today use. we learned about uh, yeah. that's actually why I chose that um, and the the lack of mystery I thought this would be a good time to bring this one around now that we know that there's a <laughs> capiche meme or yeah. emoji Emo- yeah that you know, that emoji's great wait a minute so you guys really just found out about that emoji I didn't know it existed until yeah. I sent it yeah I like never or? would have thought to look for this <laughs> I'll be honest with you. And it and and because Rob sent this to me yesterday <laughs> at eleven fifty eight p.m. just randomly, randomly sends a message with that the old capiche emoji. <laughs> Did you know this was an emoji? And my response was, I think I hate that emoji the most. And mm-hmm. part of the reason, you apparently you don't pay attention. Whenever Greg tweets me, mm-hmm. whether it has anything Italian in it or not. 95% of the time, he'll put like eight of those after whatever he said. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what. You broke Rob. No oh, dude, that's funny. And dude, every time I look, I go, you motherfucker, goddamn. The only thing that, the only thing I don't like about that is that I didn't know about it to do it first. I thought you do. That's why <laughs> that's I fucking br- No, I have no, I saw a tweet and somebody had it in there and I was like, that's not a fucking real emoji, is it? And sure as hell it is. <laughs> And uh, right now, you know, yeah, I didn't know that Greg did that though. That's funny as fuck, dude. And every time I sit there and I just go, it had nothing to do with Italian, even like this is getting out of hand. Cats doing it now, like this is just getting out of hand. You can never have too much love, Mikey, and that's what it is. It's a celebration and of your culture, your heritage, and uh, in a way for us to express our love for you as a a human. I hate all everyone. Especially Greg with his stupid emoji. <laughs> I'm thinking about the tweet. Um, all right, that's it for the news. That's it for the gobbledygook crap. Done and over with. Um, we're gonna take a really quick break. We're gonna be right back with Patreon pick. Holy shit! I just brain farted on on the name of the movie even for a second. Popcorn. <laughs> wow. Honestly, if Cat ever sent me that emoji, I think I might cry. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like that that would that would hurt. That would but hurt. but you're leaving out the qualifier that it would be tears of happiness. No, I, that that one would burn. Cat Next week be. I send in the anonymous meme with the mixed fingers. It's just cat messaging me that emoji. <laughs> I fucking hate the both of you. We'll just right. capture it live for you guys listening at home. <laughs> Bones cries on the anime. Uh, all right, popcorn, nineteen ninety one. Uh, Rob, you like to hear what happened and and, and this whole process because you don't know how to use the Patreon. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. All as far as I got was Patreon.com. I didn't pull it up yet because you guys sent me that stupid thing. 
So I'm looking it up now. As we mentioned earlier, this is where you guys are able to, patrons are able to pick our movie topic that we watch and discuss for the week. First up was Miki, The Burning. Oh. 1981. Nice. Oh, that, that would have been fun. I like The Burning. Yeah. I think I've I own seen that. The Burning. I think I have it on Blu-ray. It's a good movie. Did not win. So, uh, next up, we had Nick, who a newer patron, and uh, as really we we've noted, strong picks. Mad yep, swings for the one. fences with with solid picks every time. What Nick pick? Frontiers, two thousand eight. <gasps> oh, I don't even know what is the it fuck too late is. to watch Frontiers? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, damn this it, point, probably. <laughs> fuck. Good Five job, Nick. Before we talk about it, I really like that one. I was actually thinking about this the other day. Because okay. they I've took it off Shutter, it. and I was sad. Is it a Western? <laughs> no, it's actually... I'm thinking of the right movie, right? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I believe it's a French film. Oh, for shit's sake. All right. Of course it is. So far, Miki's had the best pick. <laughs> well, you know, hey, man, I, I, I trust Nick. Actually, he's shown no. trust. He's trustworthy. Mm. Um, see, now then we got IR Chris. He's got Dude Bro Party Massacre 3. <laughs> I mean, normally... I honestly thought that was going to win this week. Normally, I would be upset with Chris, but I, I would watch that, I think. <sighs> like, can't, can't we do this the holiday season? Let's do nice, guys. Come on. I even asked for, um a couple weeks ago, I asked for you guys to, you know, throw some picks out there that would favor me and hurt them for a change, and you didn't even do it. Um, Greg put up Orca again. <laughs> Greg really, really wants us to do Orca. I have a feeling he's going to show up somewhere with a gun soon. Like, Greg, give it a rest with Orca. No one's voting for it. Uh, popcorn from Nesto, 1991. That was oh, this it was Nesto. Nesto pick. All right. Uh, then we have Leah, the spreadsheet girl, with Don't Look Back 2020. What? Damn it, Leah. <laughs> have you seen it? No, but. <laughs> What are you doing? I'm Googling it right now. Don't look back. What the fuck it's is directed that? directed by that? Jeffrey Reddick. Oh. We had talked about watching it in the episode that he was on. Yeah. <laughs> Who? Jeffrey Reddick. Final Destination guy. Oh, oh. Oh, wait. I think I did watch this. Do you owe Lee an apology? No, I didn't say it was good. All right. Well, uh, oh no, I did. I did watch this and it was good. All right, Leah. Okay, that's fine. You, I was gonna fire you from being the spreadsheet girl, but um, no, you're you're safe, Leah. We'll fire him from being the spreadsheet girl before you. Hey, you're, hey, you're I, am a, I am an excellent spreadsheet girl. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna get through it this week. Uh, and Jinx, last but not least, uh, Jinx, the black phone. See, that's a solid one. That's Looking the best Jinx. one. These are honestly good picks. Yeah. Second best pick goes to Black Phone. I really like Frontiers. Second See, I, I, my, my, if I, if I had this list and, and I was picking, it would be the Burning. Yeah. Oh, the Burning's also good. Great yeah. picks. All the honestly, way around, the way really. Around. I mean, even Chris with his stupid shit, no. it's, it's, it's a stupid one that I would watch. It's got to be better than the other ones, the other stupid ones. It's yeah. better than some of the ones that he put that we've had to fucking watch. <laughs> it's better than Thanksgiving 3. Isn't I guarantee you that. Yeah. Is it fucking puppets? <laughs> <laughs> what if it were? <laughs> <laughs> that 
Hey, hey, you said you don't joke about the fucking of the puppets. No, 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 I don't. I don't. Because of that, that. I take, I take puppet fucking very seriously. The Five Nights of Freddy's guy, you, you didn't like that shit. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't that bad. I'm, I'm mad at Chris a little. I don't know whether I should be mad at Greg or not. So, I don't know. Why would you be mad at Greg? I don't Orca? know. Orca might be a butthole pit. No, Orcas, I've never seen it, but from what I understand, it's about a whale who seeks revenge. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, black phone, though, I I am very much looking. I bet I have the highest portnoy for black phone. You know? I bet you do. I uh, do. Yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, well, speaking of, of portnoys, uh, you guys got it. Yeah, I will uh, round of applause for everybody last week. You guys knocked it out of the park with the portnoys on uh, oh. Hulu Razor. Nice. Uh, yeah, I would have given that one a seven point eight. Good about movie. That. Okay. Yeah, we're we'll like all right in there. Yeah. Okay. Put that on the spreadsheet, Leah. So still slasher radio approved. Yeah. Does she have that spreadsheet? I don't. I don't know. No, she does not. She 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 made us a format and just shared it with our Gmail. So with with mine. No, Rob doesn't I, know what that means. I didn't get anything. <laughs> You didn't get anything. The show's email got something, which you, I, I guess you don't know how to work the email either. He doesn't. We have an email? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that where you send videos to for the unboxing? <laughs> I don't know where the fuck I send those because I send them and the mic. He's like, it didn't work. You got to send them again. You know what's amazing? It's There's not some e- fucking poor guy in like Idaho somewhere who's getting all these fucking <laughs> videos of me opening boxes going, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's not even a member of the Patreon, so he's pirating our <laughs> shit. Fucking guy. Uh, and you know what the crazy part is? No, it's not even that email. We have two emails. Oh, well, fuck. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I got emails, but <laughs> I didn't know the show had emails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a professional. You know what? You are a professional. I've ever seen one. Um, yeah, anyway. What the fuck? How are we talking about emails? Oh, the spreadsheet. Uh, no. Uh, anyway, so, yeah. We're doing popcorn. We got way off topic there. Yeah. Leah, I'm going to need you to CC me on all spreadsheets, please. It's only done one. Oh, my God. Um, voting. Voting, voting, voting. Uh, obviously, popcorn won. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the black phone in second. That was it was neck and neck. Uh, and in third, it was a tie for Frontiers, Dude Pro. Whoever voted for that, and don't look back. So. Why are you so mad about that? Out of all these movies that are so good, who the <laughs> fuck voted for that? You know what I mean? Greg I voted know. for it. I guarantee it. That don't look back is a good movie, though. I, I will tell you that. I believe that was the one that uh, Jeffrey Reddick directed. He doesn't even pay attention when he's here, Kat. No, he doesn't. <laughs> How much that beer you have? It's a Bud Light. I could drink a thousand of them and just have to pee a lot and not be drunk. That's fair. I did, guys, like I mentioned earlier, I um, we always talk about who Chris by far has won the most uh, movie picks. That's because our patrons are dicks. That's it, why. <laughs> a thousand percent is. Chris is in the lead. He has won six times. Six Ooh. times. Yeah. Wow. And this Six, is huh? Yeah. Right. And uh this is the sixteenth movie pick. So he's won almost half of them. Well, keep in mind too that I also noticed while going through this, I misnumbered one. Mm-hmm. So there's no twelfth. 
Oh. <laughs> and I got news for you guys. I'm not going back to fix it. <laughs> Do you so, need me to fix the spreadsheet? It's not a spreadsheet. Oh. So we will right now we are on uh uh movie pick, Patreon movie pick number 16 <laughs> asterisk. We should Next week should be 12. We should just do them out of order. God, that's such a better plan, Kat. Yeah, next week is 12. Uh, next, next month is 12. Next, yeah, yeah month. Yeah. That is right, so he's won, all, he's won like almost half. About. Right. PG yeah. Psycho I mean, look, Gorman. I feel, like, I feel like if you're another patron and you continue to let Chris win, you're just wasting your monthly money. Uh, that's what, you know what, guys? As much strategy as everybody puts, some people want us really hear our opinions on some good stuff. Some people want to make us watch fucked up shit. You know, let, let, let's level things out here. It's Listen to the stuff that Chris has made us watch. <laughs> PG Psycho Gorman, not terrible. I liked that one. Right. Mm. It's tame. It's great compared to the other one. Feast 2. Yep. And keep in mind, I want to also point out, Feast 2, there wasn't even a vote for for whatever reason. We were tied up schedule-wise from what I remember. And I had made the promise to Chris, so I was just like, okay, here's the Patreon pick. So he was kind of handed that one. Brightburn. Uh, oh, I like Brightburn. Brightburn was good. Hmm. And uh, Sadako versus Kaoko. Oh, that fucking wrong? Sudoku Cat versus Cat Ghost, yeah. Ring versus Cat Ghost. Uh, Event Horizon. All right. See, that's a good one. Yeah. And then Thanks Killing 3. <sighs> Worst movie I've ever seen. So Chris, when I but see what I've learned from that list is actually Chris doesn't always make us watch bad movies. They're not all bad. No. But the ones he makes us watch. Well, they're bad. Don't get me wrong. They're real bad. I feel like he kind of made up for it with Event Horizon a little bit. Event Horizon, Brightburn, even PG Psycho Gorman. Like, I don't think it's as great as everybody else does, but um, but it's fine. Like you know, we've we've picked worse movies. Yeah, that also own. psycho. Yeah, Psycho Gorman was the first ever Patreon. Wow. Yeah, Chris got a place in the Slasher Radio Hall of Fame. He uh, he a billion percent does. Yeah, he's uh, the first. He might also have the worst. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, he's got two oh, statues. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, first and worst. Yeah, but I, I don't know now. <laughs> Hold on, guys. Hold on, because next up, and I don't know how Chris and Greg are at the top of this. Chris has won six times. Greg was won three. So Chris has doubled Greg. But Greg, and he was on a hot streak. Mm-hmm. He won the eighth, ninth, and tenth Patreon page oh, in a row. Greg was unstoppable. He was. Audition, terrible. Mm-hmm. Beast three. Ugh. Don't need to say anything. But then Return of the Living Dead. That was a really good one. Yeah. 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 Next up is Nesto, and uh, he's one with Benny Loves You, got top tier. Uh -huh. yeah, nice. yeah, perfect. Good job. Great movie. That's a spot in the Hall of Fame as well. All three of us own all Benny Love, Benny Plushies, right? Everyone yeah. <laughs> we all three got one, right? Yeah. I'm looking at him right now. Yeah. Mine's I'm somewhere mine. in a fucking box or something. I don't know. <laughs> don't ever move. What if you lost your Benny? And I had a Benny and you don't. Remember how? <laughs> yeah, that, that would be awful. That was fun when I, that one week where I had mine and you hadn't gotten yours yet. You made your son press it, man. I know. Like, that I had to make him. He was excited to. <laughs> oh, my God. You're training him. Uh, Yeah, so uh, Nesto went with Benny Loves You and This Week Popcorn. Okay. 
And after that, it's just a tie. Nate won with Slither. That was a really good one. Excellent movie. Excellent pick, Nate. Yeah. Rich won once, and it was The Purge Anarchy. Oh, yeah. yeah. That one was less good. But yeah. I, I mean, it was kind of fun to talk about. Yeah. It was more fun to watch than it was the, or to talk about than it was to watch. So. I wonder sometimes if that's not... I Obviously, some of these have been punishments some of these have been cruel picks and not good episodes but i do wonder sometimes with the bad movies that make it into like the patreon nominations if people just think they'll be interesting episodes and not necessarily good films that's me yeah yeah i mean there's room for good in all these motives here yeah most of these motives I don't know what was supposed to happen with Thanks Killing Three. That one was it's just, that's just Chrissy's nature. Hard, to, hard to talk about. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then after that, uh, I said Nate. Uh, I I I feel like Rich. I miss Rich's picks because mm-hmm. he was another one who was always in there with really good movies. He yeah. never punished us. No, he's out there doing his own thing now, though. Yes. The horror of it all. There it is. Check yeah. it out. Uh, Jinx one with Pontypool. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Jinx another one always said we just said uh he was the one that wanted us to watch what the hell was it? Um the Black Farm. Black Farm. Yeah. Uh and then Medusa with Lake Placid. Oh yeah, nice. Lake Placid. Yeah. Forgot about that one. Not as fun as I remembered, although I still say we should do Lake Placid too, because I bet Stop that's a joke. No. It's got the guy who was in the Dukes of Hazard in it. That's supposed to make me want to watch it. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> it doesn't have Betty White. They replaced her, apparently, with Cloris Leachman. All right. Yeah. Uh, Betty White was a better part of that movie, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But um, here we are with uh, all that said and done. Uh, nice to, to catch up on the stuff that the patrons have been doing. But, guys, we're here to talk about Popcorn. 1991 Nesto Pick. Mm-hmm. Anybody want to go first? I can. Um, sure. <clears throat> I am a little upset with Nesto. Really? Oh. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I got tired of this movie very quickly. How dare you say something bad about my best friend Nesto? <laughs> Do we still doing that shtick? Now? He's a saint who's never done anything wrong. Uh-huh, he did something <laughs> wrong here. Uh, it, it, it's. I'm not gonna sit here and act like it's the worst movie in the world, but I mean, and Nesto has nominated this at least two times in a row, I, maybe three. D- dude, you're persistent for this one, bro. <laughs> what the hell? Um, we'll get into the specifics of it, but um, that I think that's the best way to describe it. I got t- it got old fast for me. Okay, that's- I liked it. I had fun. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna say that it was like revolutionary, but it was very that it struck me very much as a 90s film i would have actually guessed it was more mid 90s because it that soundtrack uh brought back a wave of something from my childhood um repressed childhood memories but no i thought i thought it was a fun time um there were some elements i didn't like uh there were some things i thought were really fun i'm kind of looking forward to talking about it a little bit um yeah. All right. Uh, I also liked it. Um, oh, I think it's a fun movie. 
Uh, I can see where you're coming from, though, Mikey. I can see how yeah. it would get a little. Uh, I can see how somebody who, like yourself, who doesn't enjoy fun, would get tired of it. Wow. Um, but personally, I had a good time watching it. This is uh, the second time I watched it uh, within a fairly short time frame. Uh, this was on an episode of The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs not too long ago, and uh, that was the first time I had seen it. Um, so watching it the second time, I you know I knew what it was, I knew what to expect, and I still had a good time with it. Um, you know, it's not the best movie I've ever seen, but I think it's it's good. Mm. Okay, I think um, I my biggest complaint with it, and where I can kind of see where you're coming from with it, Mikey is that all of my favorite elements of this one, and there were a lot, there was a lot of stuff that I thought was really fun, but none of them were the main plot of the film, and that can be a problem, because it's like, I feel like if they had, not like a full anthology film, but I felt like if they had kept the main plot down a little bit and just kept having fun, it might have been a better movie, honestly. Maybe, yeah. Uh, the, the main plot was not, I wasn't super invested in what was going on with like any of the backstory. I, I just wanted to see cool kills and fun gags. Cause that's the, that's what this movie felt like, you know, and that's yeah. not what all of its runtime was. So yeah. I, I can see maybe getting tired of it, but it, it didn't bother me so much. One of the, one of the things that people said about it when it came out, like it got, uh, it did not get great reviews. Uh, and one of the things that came up most often in those reviews was that the uh, fake films that they were showing that made <laughs> yeah. up the movie marathon would have been more entertaining than watching the actual film that we were supposed to be watching. Uh, and I don't necessarily disagree with that. <laughs> I, it's a little bit harsh, but it it's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. But I think some of those were just looked like they were so much fun. Um, but I still enjoyed it quite a bit. It is very much a an early '90s slasher film. There's not uh, there's nothing revolutionary happening here. Uh, the performances are hit or miss. Uh, I like the cast a lot. Uh, I will say that there were um, if my fucking phone would open uh, some people in there that I really enjoy seeing uh, whenever they come on screen. Like Dee Wallace is always great, always fun to see her on screen. Um, and then Kelly Joe Minter and Ray Walston are two people that they're, um, oh, it's that guy kind of actors, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but I always, always enjoy watching them and always enjoy seeing them. And I thought they were really good in this movie too. Uh, I don't, got, kind of to what Kat was saying a little bit. That was part of the issue for me is that, you know, you, but you tried to get in, into the story. At least I did, you know, because I beginning. did kind of try because they were setting it up like it's a big deal. And, you know, the story was even it, it stood prominent to the end, really. And you just couldn't stick around for it, man, because they just they they set it up nice. And then it was repeat, 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 repeat. And so, uh, OK, it was cold for a few times. Like, I know I'm going to have to sit here another five. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? So I don't know that. Well that's kind of what hurt it for me there were some fun kills yes uh, yeah yeah you know the the big mosquito although they did that one twice that's what i mean kind of like like, can we come up with something new for the ending if you already did that one once that was kind of fucking weird but um 
that one and then the other one i really liked which was completely like the most contrived thing ever was the electrocution of the guy who was in the wheelchair that was my uh, favorite thought, one i thought that was a lot of fun but you're just like holy shit they really i mean just shaving the guy's head and everything he's like god damn come on i really liked the build-up in that one yes yeah also where they had like he spends so long trying to reach that cord to pull it out and mm-hmm. it's and it's one of those things where it's like at first it's like this is good tension building for kind of yes. a silly movie and then it goes on for a little bit too long and then it gets to the point where you're actually kind of giggling a little bit by the end because you know he's gonna get electrocuted anyway yeah. but like yeah. and he also kind of gives just, up there towards the end like, yeah, you know, he keeps reaching for that. He's trying to unplug that cable. His hands are tied and everything, but he's trying to unplug that cable and he can't quite reach it. And then it's like it gets to the it's going through the light sequence and it gets the light. That's the one before he's going to be electrocuted. And you see him just kind of drop his hand like he just knows it's <laughs> fucking over. That That's exactly what I know. It's such a straightforward movie. Like we noticed the good things and, you know, that they were obvious and the rest were blah. And I noted that too, like even the tension down to the tension building. I was like, damn, yeah. like, they did this really well. And that's why it's, it's all of our favorite. But the other ones yeah. were, you know, they were cool once and then, yeah, it just repeat, repeat, repeat. Yeah. I mean, I they did the exact same kill to end the movie, is I believe it was the first kill the in first the movie. One. It's just like, what? What? <laughs> Yeah. And the thing was, there were a million ways that they could have killed that guy at the end. There were like a million weapons on stage. <laughs> Why did you do the exact same thing? I don't know. I, I will know. say it was kind of in a weird way. It was kind of the most surprising option because there were all those weapons on stage. And right. it's like, how's he going to die? And then it was like, mosquito again. <laughs> We've got to come back for the mosquito. <laughs> But I mean, the first time when the mosquito happens, I was like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was less did... cool the second time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The second time you're kind of like, huh, interesting choice. <laughs> <sighs> it, you know what would have been cool? I would have added an extra three minutes onto the runtime for this if he oh. had been killed with all the deaths. <laughs> if they had cycled through them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I did not need this movie to be any longer than it was. Man. It's it, not even that long. Exactly, like, it's barely ninety minutes. I, I this thing felt like forever to me. Oh, I I thought it went by fast. I did have fun uh, with it. I, um, uh, there was some stuff like I don't understand. Um, why when D Wallace went to the theater at the beginning of the movie, why did a bunch of supernatural stuff happen? because she's like standing outside the theater and letters just start flying off the marquee for no reason yeah and then the movie ticket (laughs) pops up out of the little thing for no reason and then the door opens on its own and i was like oh i don't remember this being a ghost story i thought it was a real dude and then it was a real dude and (laughs) none of that's ever explained (laughs) i had completely forgotten even that there was Oh, yeah, I was like, why, why, why did that happen? <laughs> no, don't know. No, no, no. Oh, I thought maybe you guys had, maybe I missed something. I don't know. Don't freaking know. Uh, I, I thought that the, the thing I loved about it and the reason I was kind of like, I tried to invest. I truly did. Uh, the whole idea 
of what they were doing, like trying to set up that. That is fucking awesome. Like Dude, I don't know Prentice why was really cool. How does that not exist? Like, how are there not movie theaters, like haunted movie theaters, but you actually get to sit and watch the movie and shit just happens? That'd be fucking crazy. Mm. Well, they used I to wanted exist. to go to the theater. Like, I that was one of my first notes was how badly I wanted to go to a film festival like that. And I think they did a really good job capturing that element into the like not only was the setting really good the, the theater looked amazing you yeah. know we had a connection to it because of the uh, the renovation montage was both one of my favorite and <laughs> least favorite parts of the movie because it makes no goddamn sense the theater is about to be torn down and they have to renovate it for one night and just and they're film students like this is no, no way remotely their but, job but in a way it makes the most sense in, in the world because it's 1991 the... <laughs> and no movie was coming out that didn't have a fucking renovation montage of some sort and like in a way it made us feel more connected to the theater, even though it was dumb as fuck that it was a scene that existed. I And they did a great job with the set. You could tell, um, like, even when they were pulling off these, like, kind of outrageous mosquito stunts and stuff, like, mm -hmm. they're film kids. You can tell they're into it. It was a fun time. And it, I think, perfectly captured that energy of going to, like, those midnight movies, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean those things. Yeah, they used to do that shit. Well, then we don't do that anymore. Oh, they did. I, I've never been to a theater like that. No, no, no. I mean, back in the day, in like the fifties and shit, like William Castle used mm. to do all sorts of gimmicks like that with his movies. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and like yeah. I've never had. I've I've never been to a horror movie that did that, but I have been. I you can go in Cleveland and watch The Room. Uh, where mm -hmm. people like bring plastic spoons and like oh, there yeah. are events, you know. Yeah. And and this I think had that same kind of energy, you know, where everyone's just like so excited to be there with other film fans, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was some of that sort of energy when I would go to like that twenty-four hour horror movie marathon. It wasn't mm -hmm. the same. I mean, they didn't have like all the gimmicks and shit, but you know, people were excited to be there, and people would hoot and holler during the movies and stuff. But yeah, it wasn't quite the same. I'd love to go to one of those things like you're saying, Mikey, where they're doing all the gimmick shit and stuff, yeah. but it just doesn't really exist anymore. You said hoot and holler and holy shit, you're yeah. down south, huh? Mm -hmm. It's like a, <laughs> yeah, it was a hoot nanny. <laughs> holy shit. A little hoe down there at the movie palace. I believe you. Mm. <laughs> I believe you. Uh all right. I don't want to talk too much about, you know, stuff that I like, honestly, for this movie. I don't want to talk about that stuff. So. Okay. Because <laughs> right. like that's what I mean. They, even the props, the props are oh. cool as fuck. The clock. Yeah, I was just gonna say oh, yeah. one more thing before we move away from stuff. Yeah. We're like, I fucking want a shot clock that just goes off at random points of the day, and it's like, this is my horror movie break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go watch a horror movie. If you want, I can just call you and scream into the phone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll change your picture to look like the shot clock. Yeah, we can yeah. figure this out. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, that was the popcorn machine, like all that stuff. It looked cool as hell, and I was there for it all the way. And and another something else that bothered me <laughs> didn't if did you not know if it was supposed to be like uh, I don't want to say kids movie, but you know what I mean. Like, did it give that vibe at the beginning and throughout here and there? 
Yeah, I didn't, I didn't pick up kids movie vibe. Not, not so much kids movie, but like you know what I mean. Like one of those soft horror movies, like a uh, Halloween Town's a really bad example. But under wraps, even though you guys have never seen it, our oh, listeners probably have. Nice. But you know, I don't know, like a like a Disney movie, something like that. No, I didn't really, I didn't really pick up those kind of vibes from it. I mean, it's not. I don't think that this is a movie that when they were making it, they thought, "Ooh, this is gonna scare the shit out of people." You know, look out, the Exorcist, here we come. I, you know, uh, <laughs> um, but I, I think that, uh, yeah, I, to me, it's um, it's just a normal sort of slasher movie. That's not. I mean, there's no, there's not a lot of gore or anything in it. It's not, you know, it's uh, not over the top with that stuff. I felt mad. I didn't know how to feel about it. I was like, holy shit, okay, what am I doing? You know, yeah, it's it's a whole mindset thing. So, yeah. Was uh did everybody else enjoy the scene as much as I did where um the guy who was and I'm not gonna remember the character's name or the actor's name for that matter, but the guy who was um sort of the boyfriend of our main character went Mark. looking for her at Toby's apartment. Mm-hmm. And like that, uh I don't know who the fuck that guy was, his landlord or roommate or whatever. That guy cracked me up. Like I absolutely love see I was like, can we have a movie about that guy? <laughs> um I didn't make a note of that. I do have a lot of notes about Mark. Okay, Mark. That was his uh, name. Okay. Yeah, one of the most insufferable characters. And he ping-ponged back and forth between like annoying me genuinely, and it's like, but they also perfectly nailed that archetype. If it's parody, it's genius. Yeah. I, it's it was like right on that satirical line. The one that kills me, my, one of my favorite shots of the entire film is he's like, uh, she Maggie is at the booth at like mm-hmm. the ticket booth and he's just introduced the other girl who went crazy at the end mm-hmm. <laughs> um he's just introduced her and he's like you know he has to buy the ticket from her and it's awkward and she's like you know why don't <laughs> why don't you go you know see her or whatever she says and he's like maggie like he's like like she's being unreasonable and storming off but he's the one pretending to be dragged away like yeah. he's just uh and he's in the lead and it's so the comedic timing was excellent there because he's well, like <laughs> that whole character's weird, right? Because <laughs> when you first meet him, he's like, you know, he's trying to get Mag get Maggie to skip class and go home and bang him or whatever. And uh you're like, all right, that that guy's kind of creepy. And then he shows up with that other chick at the movie theater, presumably because Maggie wouldn't sleep with him, so now he's gonna date this uh this uh other chick. And so you're like, well, this guy's an asshole. But then they don't really f- play into that. It nope. it turns around like they're all over the map with that character throughout the film. Yep. Um. But you know, whatever, it's fine. That's part um, of what I mean. Like you don't know what to make a certain shit, yeah. man. You know, like it's just, <laughs> it, it, it. It almost felt like a parody character, like Cat said, and a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Guy couldn't catch a break though. I also really liked his girlfriend i like that she tries <laughs> twice and fails to slap somebody with a <laughs> wind up <laughs> that's yeah. like one of the wildest movie fights i've ever seen well the, i thought the, i was gonna say i thought the funniest moment of the movie was when the guy like the big guy came out 
of the theater with like the clothespin on his nose and he's talking all funny when he's threatening to kick somebody's ass. I thought that was really funny. Did you laugh at that, Mikey? That was good. Yeah, I, I laughed a couple times. I laughed yeah. a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. When he split his pants, I was just like, damn, dude, this guy <laughs> not just going Mark's way. Yeah, like dude, dude got his girl taken. Some dude just <laughs> sat down and then punched him in the face. He didn't even swing. Got yep. punched in the face, knocked the hell out. Now his pants are split. He got hit in the face with a door. God damn, man. Uh, that, yeah. that, he annoyed me. Oh, like also, how much time could they have saved, like, hopping the fence and fighting a dog to get back into the theater that they left? Like, right. it was in the opposite direction. Now, did I, did I, I was doing something t- here and there throughout this movie. Did I catch it right where he was locked out towards at the end? He was locked out of the theater and mm-hmm. decided to climb the fucking yes. sign to yeah, get yeah. in as opposed to just breaking the door. Yeah, yeah. he scaled yeah, he scaled the movie like or the the building like fucking Spider-Man. So yeah. the building that's getting demolished <laughs> in a day or two. You don't just throw one of the millions of rocks over there and break the door. You're going to die climbing the side. Well, he, maybe he didn't know it was going to be demolished because he wasn't in their class. I don't give a fuck if it was his historical property. You break that door. <laughs> yeah, I'm climbing that sign. That was like, that's what I mean. Like, shit, like, like, what are you doing? Like, who does that? Well, it was, you know, that built, that built the suspense. No, he had to get there in time to save, to save his girl. And his pants weren't even split no more. Very disappointed. Well, the nurse sewed him up. Yeah. No, they should have just left it that way. That would have been funny. Like, it would have guy... been funnier if they had split again. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, yes. <laughs> if that was me, I'd just go home. If I split a pants twice, no, I'm going home. Okay, what's going on? Let them all die in there. What um, the hell, guys? What is this? I do have a couple other, like, small pet peeves. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is that the fight with the mother slash aunt, um, <laughs> it was solved way too easily. Like, they had multiple... Con- and you can't even really call it a fight. It was more of like a, let's go away on vacation. Like, we do all the time. And she's like, no, I've got school. And <laughs> the mom's like, okay, whatever you think is best. And it's like, that was a weird conversation. And then when you find out the history behind why the mom doesn't want her to go to the theater, it's like, this is even weirder of a conversation. Like, you have a legitimate reason to not want her to go to this thing. And she's apparently, like, the way that she takes the first phone call makes it seem like this is a thing that happens on a regular basis. Right, yeah. And it's like, she she was a very passive character. Yeah, she was. Um... I didn't even really notice that or think about it, but you're right. Yeah. All these characters are kind of weird, man. Uh, uh, we haven't touched on my the biggest thing that drove me nuts about this movie yet. Okay. That whole face thing was really dumb. <laughs> yes. Like the idea so, that he could just put on anyone's face. Here's the thing. Know? I think that would be for... If you tried to do it today, I I think it would be very silly. But for, like, a 90s slasher, the Mm -hmm. idea of one who was burned and can just change his face with his prosthetic knowledge, it's Mm kind of cool. It is, A whole different plot, 
than yeah. like what we were doing here <laughs> yeah it's just i i just really thought it was dumb it it's uh it's my biggest problem with those mission impossible movies with tom cruise oh is that that's a big plot point in those Ooh. and i think those are so stupid where's the kept 3d printing hyper realistic masks yeah yeah look like people re- you know yeah it just kept reminding me of that and i i really didn't like that part of it um but i thought like I, the special effects I thought looked really good, like Toby's burnt face. With oh, like and the, the fucking, contacts thing was kind of cool. Yeah, like all that stuff I thought looked really cool. But yeah, uh, him just making masks of people, I was like, all right, that's dumb. Reminds me of like an invisible suit or something. Invisible suits are awesome. No, they're not. They're <laughs> stupid. Dumbass suit. The special effects, that's my other note. That's actually yeah. my last note. I really liked some of the effects. I really like, we already talked about the props, but like that mosquito was so good. Uh, And I liked that the fake movies had effects that kind of matched the genre of movie they were trying to get across. My biggest pet peeve with the effects is that in, in our favorite kill, actually the lightning on the screen, like of the movie that they're watching looked better than the lightning out in the real (laughs) world. And that drove me crazy. There might, there might be a reason for that, that we'll talk about when we get to trivia. Okay. I would like to know that there's a reason because it just, one of my biggest pet peeves. This this movie has an interesting backstory that we'll get into uh, when we get into trivia. That's just cat hate and lightning and everything. Well, I, yeah, I, lightning, lightning effects already yeah. irritate me. <laughs> right. And then when I saw it was it was kind of a weird thing because I was like, the lightning in this fake film looks better than the lightning in a lot of like more current films that came out in like the late 90s. And then I saw the actual lightning that they were using and it's like, oh, God damn it. This is why I hate this. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. Because at first I was just impressed. I was like, oh, great job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, guys, this, this one just, I really did not enjoy myself. Honestly. All right. I mean, I, you know, I, it's, again, this is not one of my favorite movies, but I didn't think it was that bad. Like, I, I had fun with it. Uh, and even watching it the second time, you know, within like the last probably six months or whatever. I still enjoyed it. I, I think it's a, a solid movie. Would it be my go-to to watch? No. But if somebody said, hey, you want to watch pop? Like when, you know, I'm hanging out with my buddy Nesto when we're in our track suits. And he's like, hey, you want to watch uh, popcorn? I'm like, yeah, let's grab our Crocs and do it, you know? <laughs> Nesto, that sounds sc- uh, scary, scary thing <laughs> right there. God. Sounds like I have to pull you up out of a out of a hole in his basement with lotion in it, you know. Like, uh, um, yeah, that I, I, I did not have a good time. Um, what was the, there was another thing that I wanted to bring up. Oh, the the ending too was very interesting because that I I liked certain aspects of. Uh, just in general, the whole a whole theater cheering you on getting killed and it's like they set it up so like that that seemed a billion percent like something that a show would like that type of of entertainment would do and i was also thinking when that was all going down how cool would that be if you went to 
a theater and you're just watching a movie and then suddenly the movie screen lifted up and it turned into like a play for like the yeah. final act or final scene or whatever. Big that would be, be awesome. Cool. Yeah. yeah. A theater, that's what I'm saying. A theater, although that wasn't planned. But, you know, doing right. that shit like they did, man, would be crazy. Yeah. yeah. I don't do stuff like it's because, you know, we got all these multiplexes now and stuff. All the movie houses are dead. Think about the possibility of like a Candyman screening. Mm-hmm. And then Ooh. Tony Todd, who, you know, very theater heavy in his background and even stuff he's doing now, he's still uh, that would be fucking awesome to see. Yeah, but I ain't fucking around with no bees. You keep that shit out of there. <laughs> yeah, no, don't do that. No. But the play aspect would be awesome. Um, I I don't really have much else. I didn't yeah, take I, a whole lot of notes for this one. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say about this one, but I'm. it, it, it was fun. No, because it sucked. Because Nesto picked a <laughs> shitty movie and it sucked. Damn, Mikey, you really turned on it during this short conversation Nesto. about it. You were you were kind of at first you were kind of like I didn't really like it that much, and now you're like it sucks. It sucks because now I mean, I'm thinking about how long now he it was. feels like he has to balance the two of I us guess, out. I guess I mean I think the biggest problem with trying to really talk about this movie in any real way is that there's no real substance to it. There's nothing to latch onto really. No, you know because it sucks. I mean. We could talk about like the theater of people cheering on her, cheering for her to be killed yeah. as some sort of reflection of the, the audience watching horror movies or whatever. But, you know, I'm just not interested in that. I also I, I didn't make a note about this, but there was kind of an interesting aspect with the um, plaster arm to the gun thing at the end. Yeah, I'm not real sure what that was supposed to be I, about, but all right. Well, because I think. Again, it was one of those more interesting concepts that didn't really get touched on fully, but I think it was because he wanted her to play the same role that she did mm. before, oh, and, yeah. but he needed to keep her in that position until right. he was ready for her. Um, I, I think it was kind of an interesting concept. More importantly, I think it was the best, like, I don't want to call it foreshadowing, but I think it was the best resolution to a weird ass conversation in this film. Cause he's like, go ahead and bring your gun in case I turn my back. And then she just fucking does it. And you're like, what? <laughs> and then they don't talk about her for like a while after that. And I had completely forgotten about it. Mm -hmm. And then they pull, like they show the ant with the fucking plaster gun hand. And I was like, Oh yeah. I remember the first time I watched this, I had completely forgotten about her. Because, you know, yeah, she... You just assume she's, she's dead. Yeah, she's early in the film, and then she just sort of is yeah. gone. And I had completely <laughs> forgotten about her. And this time, I remembered that, you know, what happened and everything. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, one more thing I could say positive about it, uh, and it goes kind of ties into the ending. Uh, it does. But the reason that all this was happening because you, you know at the end of these movies these time of movies you got to forgive a lot of shit some of it doesn't make sense you know the the whole motive for the whole thing behind it this was the best one like you know he's waiting to kill her like you could just stab her and get it over with already the crowd you, everyone's counting down and all that stuff and you know every killer just talks too long or whatever something gives just enough time for mm -hmm. for the the hero to do their thing and this was the best reasoning for that happening. Cause you know, like the whole, he's reenacting this, like it's all right, has yeah. to go according to plan. So at least I didn't have to roll my eyes like that. Cause a lot of times you're just sitting there like, God, fucking stab him. Come on. <laughs> give a whole speech. 
And yeah. you know, they, they didn't do that. They it was actually the best reasoning for that happening I've ever seen. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I gotta I would, give it I that. Agree. I would agree with that. Other than that, um, Nesto, it sucked. <laughs> I don't think Ow. it's that bad, Nesto. You're still my best friend. No. No, I'm I'm really pissed off at Nesto for this one, man. Nesto <laughs> Nesto's not one of the one of the ones that do this shit. He'll throw a vote here and there. Because uh-huh. I, I caught a conversation too, Rob. I didn't tell you this. Uh Kat, I think I think you were tagged me. I don't remember. Uh I seen a conversation of Nesto, Chris, and Greg tweeting about the Patreon pick. None of us tagged or not yeah. private conversation. Oh. They were conspiring. Oh my goodness. I happened to open my phone and it was the first the the, the app and it was the first thing that I seen. And I said, look at this shit. <laughs> I jumped in. I was like, what the hell's going on here? And they said, and Chris was just like, mind your business. Is something like, Are you kidding me right now? So, you know, Nesto usually doesn't get too involved in this. And he put this up two, three times now. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I, here's the thing. I don't think, I don't think it's as bad as you, as you do. Uh, so I think maybe this is a movie that Nesto enjoys. But still, he put it up two, three times. But he could have just left the one when it didn't win the first time. Yeah, do people again don't again. do that though. I mean, Greg keeps putting up Orca. Yeah, this probably a suck. Greg great. likes Orca. I know. Well, we've I've had this discussion with him. I'm just saying, you know. I mean, you know, Cat keeps wanting to do your next. We can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> the it's it's the rules. Yeah, no, that sucks. We just told Cat she can't talk about one of her favorite movies. <laughs> You did. That's really. okay. I'm gonna pick up the um, torch for frontiers now. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, that's another one. I don't feel never do. <laughs> you guys won't let me. You guys won't let me do an episode on the shape of water. We have to do that one day, Cat. <laughs> I very much think we should do an episode about the shape of water. I think there are some things that need settled. <laughs> We're gonna the lose... greatest horror film ever made. Do you know how many people are gonna just look at the feed and be like, "What the fuck are they doing shape of water for?" <laughs> Oh man. Um uh, do we have uh trivia and all these things? Uh I've got some yeah. trivia, Kat. Do you have reviews? Yeah. I've got some reviews. All right. Uh the tomato meter is at thirty-eight percent. That feels low. The audience score is at forty-one percent. <laughs> that feels still low. I it feels low to me. Um the IMDb score is a 5.9. Okay. Um, I have some reviews. I had a feeling we weren't going to be talking about this very long, so I took a couple extra uh, for excerpts. That's why One I did the Patreon listings. <laughs> is uh, 8 out of 10. Uh, not gonna read the whole thing because this is a longer one, but there was there was a very interesting section in here. Um. This movie is really awesome, and it's one of those films you wish you were in. The characters are entertaining, and the cast is better than you'd expect. The kill scenes are also very good, and there is a kiss scene in this that's top-notch, which I don't remember, but what? it's fine. Are they talking about the one where the face came off? What the fuck are they oh, doing? Oh, yeah. Uh, that has to be it. I don't remember any of the kisses. It. Uh, the mosquito movie, either that or they're they're talking about the kiss scene in the mosquito movie with uh, the Mrs. Is there a Mrs. Sheriff? Yes, <laughs> she makes me 
sweet coffee at home and I call her mom and then they just start making out. That was a um, hell of a line though. I'm not I hope <laughs> I hope that's what they were referring to. Yeah. Uh the mosquito movie the audience watched looked great, and then in parentheses, which is why I wish I was in this movie. they just wanted to watch the mosquito movie they just want to watch the mosquito movie Uh, the ending reveal was excellent as was everything that happened after it Mm. um 10 out of 10 just (laughs) awesome this is definitely one of my top favorite horror movies it's just so much fun every time i watch it see mikey i was waiting for you to fire up a candy bar It is a fun movie. You cannot give this movie a 10 out of 10. No, I wouldn't give it a 10 right. out of 10. So no, the guy's it's wrong. A fun movie. Clearly, he's wrong. What do I care? You must be wrong. You'd be wrong. What was his name again, Kat? Uh, I I don't know. I lost uh, that one. Well, everyone press rewind, for 30, yeah, <laughs> press rewind for 30 seconds. And whoever that guy is, fuck him. <laughs> you know what I was talking about. Um, this has my, this wins the IMDb award today for favorite review title. Uh, it's from Brian Skeet. It's called <laughs> <laughs> the the name of the review. A wonderful little film. I remember loving it. Now, as an adult, I know <laughs> I know why. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Which God. is excellent because it, it sounds, sounds like, like it a twist, life. but it's not. <laughs> like he's just on the same page as before. Um, beautifully made witty knowing scary with a great soul and visual panache i absolutely loved it (laughs) i watched this with my husband who was a latecomer to its brilliance but he was in its thrall from the very beginning (laughs) it did change his life geez what a word to use wow i truly is a terrific piece of cinema oh check Mm. it out you will be delighted, and second time around, it was even better. The acting script and direction are all top-notch. It is a sadly underrated classic. Smoking Brian. All right. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, buddy. Uh, I strongly disagree. And, uh, yeah, so, and then we have the bad reviews, of course. Yes. Uh, three out of ten. Good cast. And uh, I will say though, even though the IMDb score is not very high, a lot of the reviews were like eight out of ten or above. Uh, I actually I had to do some digging to find bad reviews for this, but they are very <laughs> fun. Um, let me go post a few. <laughs> this is from Preppy Three. Good cast, terrible movie. A bunch of kids set up a theater to have an all-night horror movie marathon. However, as the night goes on, there's somebody killing among them one by one. Who is it and why? I saw this in the theater in 1991. I was looking forward to it, but boy, it did not work at all. The premise is good, and they have some very appealing they have some very appealing young cast and some pros like D. Wallace on board, but it doesn't work. The story stops making sense halfway through. Uh, The killings are relatively bloodless. How this got an R rating is beyond me. And the unmasking of the killer at the end was boring and stupid. It's too bad the movie had potential. With a better script, it could have been a great horror film. As it stands, it's mostly forgotten, and the cast seems embarrassed by it. I give it a three, and that is just for the cast. Mm. I'm not... The complaints aren't wrong. I mean, it is a a pretty bloodless (laughs) movie. Um, But you know what else is a bloodless movie for the most part? John Carpenter's Halloween. So, what? you know. I uh, just you're... mentioned Halloween with this movie. Right? Good for you. Mm. 
Uh, this one is from Gunarama. Uh, two out of ten <laughs> stars. Terrible. The only movie, the only reason to see this movie is for a brilliant performance by Tom Adcox Hernandez, who is underused in the movie within. Uh, in the movie, within the movie. As usual, Tom Villard is good, too. Otherwise, it is... Uh, and I'm going to spell this word out for you guys. C asterisk asterisk P. Because that's... Uh, I, which leads me to believe he censored crap. <laughs> from his review. Yeah. Uh, could be I crap. could be wrong. <laughs> yeah. It could be lots of things. But uh, yeah. <laughs> it probably crap. didn't need censored. Uh... The possessor doesn't even know how he magically changes the letters on the theater marquee to spell out the possessor. Lame. Which, <laughs> I'm not sure that last complaint makes a ton of sense, mm -mm, but what? hey. I don't remember that, but alright. <laughs> By the way, that scene would have been a lot better if they would have just taken the letters off and left, you know, the letters up there to spell it. Just saying. Small critique. Uh, yeah. What well, since we're talking about it, it bothered me. <laughs> one final one, uh, two out of ten from Demon Star two thousand two. The people who liked this may have missed something. <laughs> When I saw the commercial for this, I was all about seeing it. Now, forgive me, it's been so long since I've seen it that I don't recall how it went. Suffice to say, the movie I saw bore no resemblance to the quote-unquote movie that they sold me on. I was bored, annoyed, incredibly disappointed. Uh, and if that wasn't bad enough, they had to sink it in even further with that awful reggae music. Not exactly mood-setting music for a horror movie. Uh, if you never saw the commercial or trailer, I suppose, you may think this is some hot stuff. For my money, the commercial was better. I didn't see the commercial. But probably. I didn't either. I could not find the trailer for this, but uh, <laughs> apparently it was better. <laughs> All right. uh, are we ready for trivia? I'm ready for some trivia. Alright. Uh, I could find nothing about the budget for this movie. I have no That'd idea what be. how much they spent <laughs> to make it. Um, Box office though worldwide gross was four point two million. Really? Uh, yeah. Damn. Uh, it was not considered a uh, a success. Um, oh. Let's see. Uh, we will start with some of the simpler trivia. There's a, there's not a lot of things, but there's a lot to get into here. Um, but we'll start with some of the simpler stuff to get it out of the way. The character of Lanyard Gates was loosely inspired by an eccentric Brazilian filmmaker. Uh, whose name I'm going to try to pronounce and I'm going to do horribly wrong and I apologize, uh, Jose Mojica Marins. Um, he was also an actor, composer, screenwriter, and television horror host uh, known for creating and playing the character of Coffin Joe in a series of horror films. And uh, that character also became his alter ego and a pop, pop culture icon, a horror icon, and cult figure um, the popularity of Coffin Joe in Brazil has led to him being referred to as Brazil's national boogeyman and Brazil's Freddy Krueger. That's kind uh, of fun. Yeah. So apparently this Coffin Joe is a huge deal in Brazil. Never heard of him. Nope. Um, star Jill Sholin, who, uh, well, she was the star of the movie. We'll talk a little bit more about her in a minute. But uh, she uh, she's had quite the uh, the love life. She dated Keanu Reeves. Uh, when they oh. starred in Babes in Toyland together. And she was briefly engaged to Brad Pitt um, Damn. for three months in 1989. She actually dumped Brad Pitt for director Dwight H. Little, 
who uh, is best known, at least by me, for directing Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Damn. Wow. Yeah. She she didn't exactly trade up in that deal. <laughs> kind of like he did with uh, Angelina Jolie for Jennifer Aniston. He's yeah. ashamed of himself for that one. Yeah. So uh, now here's where things start to get interesting um, because uh, Jill Sholin wasn't the original star of this movie. She replaced actress Amy O'Neill after three weeks of shooting. And she said that she actually didn't have much interaction with the cast because many of the scenes had already been filmed with O'Neill. <laughs> so in most cases, they just did quick reshoots with her. So um, she didn't. Okay, so uh, some of this is making more sense. Yeah, she didn't interact <laughs> with the, the cast a whole lot. Uh, one of the reviews you read, I think it may have been the last one, I don't remember, mentioned the Jamaican music in the film. Yes. <laughs> uh, or the reggae music. Um, that is because it was... Uh, one of the first, if not only, films to take advantage of a tax credit and filmed in Kingston, Jamaica. Okay. Um, That's smart. So they have a, uh, the reason there's a reggae band in the theater playing and all those <laughs> kids are super excited about it is because they were actually in Kingston, Jamaica, even though they were trying to make it look like Southern California. Amazing. Um, now, here's where things get uh, more interesting uh, in the backstory of this film. So one of the producers on this film was Bob Clark, who directed Black Christmas. Um, okay. But he asked to not be credited. So his name was taken off the movie. Damn. Um, they also asked him if he wanted to, to direct it, but he passed on it and suggested his longtime friend and co-writer slash co-producer and collaborator, Alan Ormsby. And then Ormsby was fired during the making of the movie um, and the rumored reason for his firing is that uh, the other producers of the film were getting pissed because he was spending too much time focusing on uh, too much time and attention on the details of the short films that were going to make up the movie marathon, which may explain why those lightning oh. effects look so good. Um, and they okay. were getting irritated. Um, so they fired him and they made Bob Clark do it. Oh, um, yeah. He and Bob Clark had been friends for many, many years. And after that, they uh, they didn't speak again until Bob oh Clark's death. Um, Ormsby was replaced by uh, by Mark. I don't know how to say his last name. I think it's Harrier. Um, Mark Harrier was uh, in the Porky's movies, which Bob Clark directed Porky's. And it is the only movie that Harrier has ever directed. So there were lots of rumors that Bob Clark was, uh, if he didn't completely take over directing the movie, he was extremely hands-on after that point. Hmm. Uh. Yeah. So that is the backstory of um, Popcorn. Wow. And that's the trivia that I have. I oh. love that it ruined a friendship. <laughs> yes. yes. Can absolutely. you imagine... Losing a friend, I it's sad enough to lose a friend over like business or mm -hmm. you know your art. Can you imagine losing a friend over popcorn? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. And they, I mean, they've been friend. friends for a long time. They'd worked on a ton of films together and everything else. But uh, no, they weren't truly friends because nobody would lose a friendship over this. Well, at all the uh, movies. Yeah, we, we will see because that might happen here at Slasher Radio. One day. <laughs> Damn, my Nesto fucking mad at you, man. What the hell is that? And Nesto always bring even in music picks for Killer Beats. Is that Nesto always quality, man? Benny loves you for crying out loud. And Benny loves you. And we got Nesto. that. 
this is a blemish, Nesto. You, should, you know, it's on your blemish. record, man. Yeah. We gotta do Killer Beats again, guys. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are probably gonna listen to some Method Man. I'm not gonna lie. Or Jada Kiss. All right. Let's not do Killer Beats anytime soon. <laughs> I hate you so much. Um. All right. Portnoy time. Wrap this some bitch Portnoy up. Time. I believe it is. Yeah. Want to go first, Rob? Or what are we doing? Yeah. Um. So I have fun with popcorn. Uh, like I said, I, I love to see uh, D. Wallace and Kelly Joe Minter and Ray Walston on screen, and uh, I think they were all fun and and did a good job in the movie. Uh, Lynn Sholin, I have a, a a crush on. She she looks great, and she still, by the way, even at fifty nine years old, looks fantastic. If you look her up online, um, so I really enjoyed that movie or that part of the movie. I think that this is a movie that has. Um, it's it's a situation where there's a, a lot of potential and a, and a really strong premise. And I do think it falls short on a lot of those marks. Um, I didn't hate it, but I, I don't really love it either. Um, I, this may be the first time this has ever happened, but I fall right in line with the IMDB rating. I give it a 5.9. Oh, wow. That's a little high. That's uh, it's higher than high. mine, but we're in the same ballpark. Um, I had a lot of fun with this one. I had some problems with it. Uh, ultimately, I gave it a 5.4. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys talk so great of it. Those are pretty shitty scores. Rob's a little oh, high. We weren't talking all that. I mean, I said many times, it's a decent movie. Like no, it's, it's, or it's a good movie. It's not nope. great. Mm-mm. That's too much. It's too much. <laughs> the scale is off. I give <laughs> this. This movie right here. A flat three. What? It's, it's better than it's that, Mike. It's a three. Mikey. It's not a two, but damn it, it's not more than a fucking three. Either. <laughs> you know, like it, it, it's right on the line. Like, you know, when, when you go to the deli and they put the gabagool on the fucking thing and they weigh it, you know, it's right under. That's mm-hmm. where this is at. It, it, it's yeah. right there. You know, the trick they use as Italian delis, they put their thumb on the scale, Mikey. You gotta watch for that. Yeah, no, the, around here, you're not respected. You gotta throw it down. Hands off. Yeah. No, don't touch it. That's, <laughs> that's the rule. So, look, I, I think that's harsh. I think that's harsh. I don't... Uh, this movie's not great, but it's a decent movie. Nesto, you gotta live with this. Right. I don't feel any better about it than you do, man. That's what I had to do. You shouldn't feel good about it. You did this movie wrong. I feel fine. I didn't do nothing. Like, But, you know, I, I don't want to do it. I hate it had to be Nesto. But Nesto oh, made it please. Nesto. So... And here we are. Uh, Rob, what'd you say you gave uh, Hellraiser? 7.8. Yeah, okay. Still slash radio approved, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. It, it might be better than the original Hellraiser, to be honest with you. Uh, okay. Let's roll that back just a little bit. Okay. I don't remember <laughs> what I gave the original Hellraiser, but... Uh, I can tell you. You gave it a 7.2. Yeah, see? God damn it, Rob. Wow. <laughs> Change one of them right now. Ooh. Come I'm on. Change another one of them. You have to change one of them. One Why? of them's wrong. Because one of them's wrong. Kulu Razor is better than the original, I think. Oh, oh Rob. That's fucked up. <laughs> that like that that might be that's fucked up. It's not as fucked up as what you just did to popcorn. Oh, stop it. You compare popcorn to Hellraiser. <laughs> Come on. 
I might have to take Rob to horror court over this. Yeah, I I, yeah. This isn't even what we're talking about, and I feel like I've just like taken a stray bullet. <laughs> She's, she feels offended, personally attacked. Here's my favorite thing that's happened tonight. Uh, Mikey, when you're editing, you're going to have to figure out whether that was my new chair squeaking or me farting. <laughs> I didn't catch it. There was, I, I swear to God, I think it was the week before this last one, somebody, I, I thought I heard a fart. I swear to God. And I don't know who did it. So uh, I, did. I, I, I can't remember all my farts. It might have been me. I don't know. <laughs> might have been me, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes you just fart, but um, yeah, I'll let you figure that one out. God, Speaking of horror courts, mm-hmm. uh, real quick, and this is not a horror court, but I don't want to get taken to horror court for it. I need to apologize to Dami. Oh. Yeah. Uh, your little uh, pink lemonade buddy, yeah, Mikey. Yeah. Um, she, she won, uh, one of our giveaways, right. For my unboxing video. Uh, and, uh, so I was, uh, going through some boxes here in my new place and I was like, why the uh-oh. fuck do I have two copies of get out? Oh, no. uh, and then it occurred to me that I didn't, uh, I never sent it to Dami. So uh, Dami, uh, I apologize for that. I got super busy, super fast and it, it's, it, I skip, I just spaced it. I'm going to get in the mail. I'm going to throw something else in there, too. I don't know what yet, but something, maybe like a signed picture of me or something. I don't know. Oh, please don't do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Something. Yeah, the uh, might have and, children. No, don't do that. As soon as I uh, as soon as I figure out where the fuck the post office is around here, <laughs> uh, I will I will get it in the mail. That's better than where I thought that was going. I thought maybe you had sent her the wrong movie accidentally. No, 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 no. I just. uh, Yeah. I was very surprised. I was like, I don't remember getting two copies of get. Oh shit! <laughs> then Rob has to have the the awkward Twitter DM. Hey, can I have my Friday the Thirteenth sent back? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I'd yeah, Dami, I'll get it. Keep it, by the way. I'll get it in the mail uh, as soon as uh, as soon as I can. I seriously have no idea where the fuck the post office is. Yeah, that's, that's where anything is. Um, <laughs> since we're wrapping up, I, I wanted to publicly announce. I got my Don't Fuck in the Woods DVD set. It has arrived. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it? No. <laughs> no, I did not watch it. You think, just just guess, do you think it's going to be better or worse than popcorn? It's got to be worse than popcorn. That's, popcorn's not that. I gave it a three now. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I. Uh, it's been a long time since I watched Don't Fuck in the Woods. Maybe it's better than I remember. No. But I don't think it is. <laughs> no. No, so I can't not. imagine what the sequel is. Well, this comes from a man who backed the fuck next one, okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, it me it's not. Oh, what a regret. Uh, it, you know what, though? To be fair, like, they, they did do... I'm, I'm real. That should be a horror court. They wasted donated money on, <laughs> on envelopes. <laughs> <laughs> when I see that, I said, they did not spend my fucking money on this shit. But... Uh, it was a nice little presentation, though. Seriously, they gave like a yeah. little ticket in there, a stub, and yeah, it was cool. Good for them. All right, yeah. well, that's good. I'm glad you're happy with it. <laughs> well, I didn't say all that now. You gonna put it right up front on the shelf, huh? No, I put it on the shelf though. All right, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> um, so yeah, go to patreoncom slash radio. Get in on the fun with all. This is competitive here. Mm-hmm. These are for the you know. The, the 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 true ones that really like you can get in on the punishment there's some members of the the twitter community that are not they, 
They punish us on Twitter, but not on Patreon. So, you know, maybe you can get a couple more digs <laughs> in. Or if you genuinely like hearing us talk about stuff, you can do that too. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, all we ask is that you you do better than Leah has done so far. You just had to apologize to her. For what? When? Because you like the movie that she nominated. That was a good movie she nominated. Yeah. So, so what'd she do wrong? I don't know. She's one for one. I don't think I like her. Holy shit. <laughs> when we get a comment from Leah saying, I don't think Rob likes me, you're going to have only yourself to blame for this one. I'll play this five times in a row. Oh, my God. All right. Well. And CC me on the spreadsheets. Leah. I, did, I don't know how to check the... I didn't even know show had emails. <laughs> <laughs> the e- one of the emails that you use, like... Uh, uh, Twitter. Go follow us on Twitter, uh, at slash radio on Twitter, and uh, you can check out the website too. All of our episodes there, articles, interview stuff, uh, slash radio dot com. I'm at Mikey's Dead on Twitter. Rob, where they find you? I'm on Twitter at Radio Rob One Two Three, and you can listen to my other show that I do with Cat called This Horror Life. Wherever you are listening to Slasher Radio, eventually we'll do a new episode. Yeah, well, why haven't you done an episode? Because I'm a fan of this horror life now, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm one of your biggest supporters and and fans. Why you? Why couldn't you record the last one? Here's what was gonna happen. Um, uh-huh. We we all set to record the last one, and then one of us, and I'm not gonna point any fingers to say who. <laughs> uh, one of us uh, possibly fell asleep uh, before time to record. And again, I'm not. I'm not gonna say who. And then, um, and then I had to move. Um, uh-huh. and so you know that caused me to miss this show and so one uh, could say we, that that no. person might have fucked up twice yeah i mean well no no we don't know who, <laughs> we're not saying who fell asleep but it's possible just, just one of the members of the crew fell asleep that's all uh-huh. that's all i'm gonna really I'm, that's all i'm comfortable to say i'm not really comfortable <laughs> calling somebody out oh you no know. really everybody makes mistakes what about leah the important thing is that we well, leah come on okay um because i have intel and i heard a quote was you're not going to believe this (laughs) is that true or false mr humphrey someone may have said that someone that there may have been a, a statement that started with those words (laughs) <laughs> Again, I, there's no reason to point fingers. You know, it's all it's personal, private conversation too. Right? Yeah. There's there's no one to to really blame. Whatever employee you know? divulges that information could be punished. That's true. That's yeah, true. That's true. So, um, yeah, it's it's you know, it's, uh, it doesn't need to be brought up again. <laughs> you know, we're gonna do another episode eventually. We're we're, we're gonna get there. Okay. Eventually, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the hope. And cat the uh, the snitch velour. Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cat underscore velour v o l e u r. You can check out my website catvelour.com and uh, you can buy the latest anthology that I'm in. It's called Divergent Terror at the Crossroads of Queerness and Horror. It is available on Amazon Kindle. You can get the paperback. Um, oh. It's a series of collections about the LGBTQ plus community and their interaction with the horror community. So mm. that is oh, awesome shit. as fuck. 
Yeah. I, I, I almost forgot to mention this. The um the episode <laughs> that I did of uh Friday Nightmares, the the wrestling episode that they had is out now. They finally released that, so you can catch that too. Thanks to those guys for having me on. Uh Heather and Scott, they're fantastic people. Check out their show. They do a really interesting show, but definitely check out the episode I'm in. It's much more interesting than anything else they do. <laughs> what if oh. they listen to you say that? Or you, mean, I, you probably said it at the end when on their show. <laughs> I say that to them. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, but that, that's fucking awesome too, man. Damn. Yeah, had another you. book. Big deal. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he had to. He had to interrupt you. Had to cut you short to mention his <laughs> appearance on a fucking Aussies wrestling podcast. Is Boy, that, by no, mine's about not... horror. The Australian guy was on the show too, but it's not his show. Oh, it was not his show. Okay. What was no. his name again? His name's Tim. Tim. And Tim is the host of Horror for Dummies, which is an Australian horror podcast. Friday Nightmares is another horror podcast, and they are, um, Scott's in Michigan, and Heather is in Canada. Oh, fuck. Heather, come on. Yeah. Yeah. And she's trying to convince me that that buying milk in bags is more efficient not than already buying it in a fucking jug. I don't understand it. Dumbest shit I've ever heard. Canada. Yeah. Anytime I argue with somebody from Canada, I go straight to the bag milk. Yeah, the bag milk thing is fucking. They think that's a plus. It's not. They do. It's really weird because she'll tell you too. She's like, you just buy the bag and then you bring it home and you open it and you put it in a jug. And I'm like, I know. I just buy it in a fucking jug. <laughs> I mean, I don't buy. Yeah, I don't buy fucking milk anyway. Milk's disgusting, but milk great. if I did, I would just buy it already jugged. Jugged. <laughs> really are down south now, huh? Yeah. Oh, jugged man. and I feel like we've gone astray. So, Kat, you wrote a book or something? Yes. <laughs> yes. Divergent Terror. You can get it on Amazon. Okay. Are people going to confuse that with an African romance novel? With Very them? possibly. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, guys, uh, come back, check us out next week. Uh, we don't know what we're doing yet, but we'll be doing something. Good night from Slasher Radio. Yeehaw, motherfuckers. <laughs> All the best with Slasher Radio Podcast. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.